Good morning and welcome to Mystical Teachings from the Tanya. Rabbi Ronnie Fine coming to you from Chabad Zuchan Kadesh, Montreal, Canada. It's a privilege and a pleasure to share with you the Tanya. We say good morning to them in Indonesia, in the Philippines, Marcel. Uh, Stephanie is with, with us in Colorado. Welcome. TJN is with us in Australia. Good evening. John in North Carolina. Art is in Michigan with us. Uh, Davida and Liba are in New York. Welcome. Okay. Who else is with us here? We have Marcy and Adam and Michael and Oliana. Okay. Beautiful. So, we begin. The 14th letter. In this letter, the Altavis wants to arouse an old love, which is the fondness for the Holy Land. The fiery flames that there is in the soul for the holy land of Israel. As if God this very day put his spirit upon us. That we should be generous. And give to those that are in need in the holy land. And he calls this a supreme holiness. Kedish Which refers to Chachma that gives an ever-increasing light in the Holy Land. And that ever-increasing light um, renews itself. Renews itself in an increasing both qualitative and quantitative um, light of God. Now, so now he bases on a verse in the book of Dvarim, Deuteronomy, that says, Forever the eyes of the Lord your God are upon it, referring to the land of Israel. From the beginning of the year till the end of the year. So the eyes of God, which we need to understand, what does it mean, eyes? Obviously it's a metaphor. A metaphor for what? The eyes of God are upon the land, the land of Israel, from the beginning of the year till the end of the year. So, if the eyes of God are upon the land from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, that means they're constantly upon the land. So just say that they are constantly upon the land. Why from beginning to end? Why beginning to end? Everlasting. So, explains like this. By God, by Chachma, establishes the earth. Chachma. Through Chachma, God establishes the earth. In other words, so in spiritual terms, Chachma finds itself in the heavenly land 
what's the heavenly land? Well, land is the lowest thing. So what's what's a heavenly land? That refers to Malchus, which is the lowest of the ten divine attributes. It is Chachma is what establishes um, Malchus, Malchus, royalty, sovereignty, the word of God, the creative, the creative power of God. So, just as Chachma establishes, affirms, gives the power to the word of God in the celestial and the heavenly realm, so likewise, Chachma is also what gives the land down here, the lower land, the heavenly counterpart to Malchus of Atzilos also gives life, which is then the counterpart down here. The land down here is the holy land. And that's what makes it holy. Because it's a reflection of the divine holiness of land, which metaphorically, again, is the lowest point. The lowest point in the divine ten attributes is Balchus, but it gets and it's radiated with Chachma. Chachma animates, gives life. Now, why does Chachma give life? Because the truth is, it's God that gives life. But why is it through the the attribute of Chachma? Because Chachma is bitl, is abnegation, self-abnegation. And therefore, it can be the vehicle for the infinite light of God. It has a capacity. So through the sphere of Chochmah that diffuses its creative light into the heavenly land, Malchus, of Atzilus, and then that is now reflected in the terrestrial land, the Holy Land. Now, this diffusion of divine light that comes from Chochmah, by way of Chochmah from the Ein Saif, just as the Ein Saif is limitless, a limitless light, therefore, that is, comes from the Ein Saif, via Chochmah, so it becomes renewed annually with a new light. With a new light. This is the concept of um of rosh hashanah rosh hashanah means a new year actually we call it rosh head head and specifically chachma that it's referring to that is in the head the brain that now takes this new light and is renewing a light that is yet to have been shone illuminated in this world why is it capable of a new light where's new light come from new light comes from again the ain't from god god is limitless his light is limitless and therefore when rosh hashanah comes that is now to imbue a new the world with a new light it will come from a deeper place within the divine order of things to bring something that was not there before. And because of this, Rosh Hashanah, 
is the first day of the month, which means when the moon is just appearing. A new light that is emanating from the moon that was covered over before that. How do we elicit that new light into this world? How do we bring this new divine light into this world? It's through the blowing of the shofar on Rosh Hashanah and our prayers that enables us to touch God himself, the Ein Soif. God himself that's limitless, that now introduces or brings into this world a new light that never existed. It's received in the higher worlds, it's received in this world, and it comes by way of Malchus into this world, by way of Malchus into this world that animates the world with a new light of God. With this then we can understand the Kabbalistic idea that every Rosh Hashanah, before the eve of Rosh Hashanah, what happens is no light of the moon waiting for the new month the new moon to illuminate and here it's illuminating with a new light that never existed in this world that's the idea also that adam who was created on the sixth day which is the day of rosh hashanah that's when we celebrate rosh hashanah is the sixth day of creation the first um the first of Tishrei, what happened to Adam? He was put to sleep in order that a side should be taken from him. In order that there should be the building of Malchus. So there was a Nesira, an excision from uh, taking, taking his rib in order to form Eve, Chava. This is the idea of that there is just like on the eve of Rosh Hashanah there's no moon there's darkness there's a slumber by Adam that's represented in Adam that there's a slumber uh, what is the purpose is to build something greater that wasn't there before woman Eve from Adam and that's exactly what happens every Rosh Hashanah that we're building something a new light of god into this world that was not there before how do we build that through the blowing of the shafer and through our prayers on rosh hashanah that's why the famous story of the alter Rebbe, that uh, he sided with the czar of russia against napoleon feeling that that would be although um crippling in a material sense being under the czar of of russia but it would be uh uh, better spiritually for the for the Jews rather than being under Napoleon that ultimately would lead to assimilation and uh, therefore it was known that whoever would blow Schaefer first who whatever would blow Schaefer first on Rosh Hashanah would bring introduce the new light of of the tzaddikim who blow the Schaefer first would bring a new light into the world that would be siding with the intent that they wanted to bring that light into this world the Altarebbe, without going into the details, blew the Schaefer first, and that year Napoleon had his fall. It might seem like a cute story, it's not a cute story, it's real. Blowing the Schaefer and our prayers 
brings that new light into this world, as we've just explained. And the truth is, every day we have a similar idea. We go to sleep. The sun isn't, uh, I mean, the sun is, uh, is down. Okay, the moon is illuminating, but we go to sleep. We wake up. The same idea of Adam went to sleep. The rib was taken from him to create something new and improved. <laughs> um, and same thing is, we wake up in the morning, new and improved. God brings our soul. We say, my dad, and we thank God. So that happens every single day. But specifically, that, and every day we get a new light of God that is introduced in our day that we have a potential that we can fulfill that is, wasn't there yesterday. That is, in general, every Rosh Hashanah. And where does that light come into? Well, we'll continue that thought. It comes in, well, it comes first into, uh, from Chachma above, supernal Chachma, the, uh, the land, the holy um, uh, supernal land, which is Malchus. From Malchus, then, it comes into the holy land here. And from there, it disperses into the entire world the blessings for the year. That is today's teaching. So just to unpack this idea, um, all the blessings of the world come to the Holy Land through the prayers of the Jewish people on Rosh Hashanah and throughout the year, but uh, specifically we're talking about Rosh Hashanah to bring this new light into this world. But it brings it for everybody. And that's why it's the Holy Land of the holy people bringing that light into the world which is phenomenal okay um, today because of other obligations I had to make the class early tomorrow we'll be back on regular schedule any questions two question marks before you ask a question All right, folks, I'm wishing everybody a wonderful, great day. God bless you all. Bye-bye.